Hello everyone, and welcome back to Girls in the Pod, a podcast where we talk all about women empowerment, motivation, inspiration, and many controversial topics that we as women face on the daily. Today's podcast, ladies, it's time to start owning your sexuality. And yeah, even when you're not having sex. The suppression of female sexuality is a pattern of cultural influence by which girls and women are induced to avoid feeling sexual desire, to refrain from sexual behavior, and even the feeling of sexiness. This happens throughout many milestones in a woman's life, especially when a woman becomes a mother, when a woman is in a, in a marriage or in a relationship, when a woman is has or obtains a career, when a woman's body undergoes many changes, when entering an age of adolescence, the age where boys start to notice girls for their physical appearance, um, when a woman enters her 40s, hence she's too old to be feeling or acting a certain way, as they say, um, when widowed, and many other situations. The suppression of female sexuality manifests in various forms across the world. Researchers and scientists find find it really hard to trace the exact origin, to trace exactly where it started, to trace such a widespread, ancient, multifaceted topic and reality. Though a variety of hypotheses exist on the subject, each one is valid as it is impossible to confirm. So all of these are just guesses, never really a, like a, a confirmation. Um, some psychologists and sociologists suggest um, the suppression of female sexuality simply as a form of birth control. Uh, they attribute the origins of this suppression to the perceived threat of women's naturally and in at least stronger sex drive as compared to men's, which might be false. Men across the Western world, they say, have subconsciously feared for a long time that this imbalance will tip the scales of power and disrupt the natural order of things, meaning men would no longer rule societies. All right, let's get to the fun part. So let's start with my first point in this topic. Oppression and suppression of our sexualities and shame within ourselves as women. Many women, including myself at one point in my life, felt that sexy is a state that is either too taboo, too naughty, a form of self-disrespect, too attention-y, and simply feel that is not necessary. However, Feeling and being sexy has been proven to be highly beneficial for a woman's mental health. Many women also feel that only certain women can be and feel sexy. Many women think that you have to have a beautiful body, that the kind you see on TV, the kind of the kind you see on social media, you need to have a curvy figure, um, a willingness to do anything and every and everything on the sexual realm and the sexual menu. Um, you need to wear re- re- revealing clothing. Um, you feel that, or many women feel that, you need to be getting attention from others all the time. Um, or you feel that, or many women feel that, you need to be turned on by others and many different things, or you need to be constantly getting turned on by your husband or your boyfriend or your partner. Uh, many women also feel that it's a form of self 
self-disrespect to be too sexy. And many women feel that shy people cannot be sexy, that you need to be an extrovert to be sexy and to have that um, sensuality to yourself and to be in touch with your sexuality. Many times we as women, including myself at some points in my life, have focused too much and eventually get stuck on the negatives and get stuck on this very negative mentality, asking ourselves questions like, why does my belly look like this? Why does my nose do that? Why does it look like that? I wish I looked like that. I'm going to wait until my body gets in shape so I can do that. And these questions you ask yourself about your appearance eventually becoming self-deprecating statements. My nose is ugly. I'm fat. I'm too skinny. My ears look weird. My face isn't symmetrical. My neck is too stubby. My bra fat makes every shirt I wear look horrible on me, etc., etc. However, beauty is subjective. And by saying these things, you're you are forcing your brain to believe these things and you're getting in a way these things deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into your head every time you think about them and state them as if they're facts. And eventually you get them so deep into your head that healing and that taking those mentalities and those negative ideologies out of your head about yourself is incredibly hard. It sometimes ends up requiring extensive mental health treatment to help to help the self-esteem you slowly degraded and slowly destroyed about yourself. It's no surprise or a recent discovery or anything that being and feeling sexy and being in touch with your seductive and sexual side has a lot to do with your self-confidence. So if you heard my other podcast about braving it till you make it, I think it's the podcast called um, The Art of believing you are the most beautiful woman in the world says a lot about how to practice on your self-confidence. And one of the things I mentioned is um, braving it till you make it and not faking it till you make it. And it's basically pretending like you are the most confident woman in the world, but not really pretending, just braving it through. Like you see your insecurities, you see the things you don't like about yourself, but just brave it through. Wear that shirt, wear that dress you want to wear so bad, stuff like that. So by doing that, you have to do the opposite of telling yourself all these self-deprecating statements and these horrible questions about your appearance and say pretty things about yourself and your body so much that your brain believes it. It's a fact that this can be done. When teachers think of think of this example, when teachers continually tell kids you're stupid, you're failing, you're not excelling, you misbehave, your classmates your classmates <laughs> your classmates perform better than you it is proven that these things get su- get shoved so far into these kids heads that they think that and grow up thinking that and it causes a huge domino effect throughout their lives and of things just going wrong for themselves or self-sabotaging themselves all because they believe that about themselves all because of that one person that told them that it's the same concept But you're doing this with yourself about your appearance, your self-esteem, and it brings a huge domino effect into, into your life as an adult. Say so many positive things about yourself so much until you believe them, until you see yourself that way, or until your mentality changes. Once this happens, everything around you changes for the better. And change is really an inside job. And I say this because, again, of my gym story, I probably say in every podcast, 
it was a huge change in my mentality because I used to go to the gym like, oh, I hate my body. I hate my body. I hate my body. All I want to go to the gym to, gym for is just to see changes in my body. But once I started um, like seeing, okay, I love my body. I have to see my body as something that grew my baby in, something that have has gone through many changes in life. And I have to appreciate the work I'm doing for it. And I have to love the gym process. I started seeing changes everywhere in my mentality, my mental health, my body, of course. So it's definitely an inside job. Then there's women that because of society's way of condemning female sexuality and feeling sexy or being in touch with your seductive side, believe that that once you enter certain milestones in your life, you should abstain from your sensuality or abandon your sexiness, abandon your natural sexual behavior, and destroy your desire of wanting to look sexy. Milestones like motherhood, we... We as mothers enter an era of loss of self-identity, of guilt and shame, which naturally sometimes comes with birth. We focus on solely being respectable, decent mothers, and the thought of being or feeling sexy or or indulging in sexual behaviors is wrong, is improper, or creates fear in us of external judgment. Or being and feeling sexy is just not something that is in your head and your thoughts simply just because you've become so comfortable in your relationship and in your life that you feel like you don't need to be or look sexy. Another one is when we marry or enter enter a relationship, women enter an unconscious zone, zone of comfort, of self-discipline, of fear of judgment from family, of fear that if you try too much with your appearance, people might think you're trying too much for the wrong reasons to try to get other men's attention, um, or you might be too busy, or you might have adopted the mentality of, it's simply just a grocery trip, I don't need to get ready for this, it's simply just the mall, it's just work. I'm trying too much or I feel so I feel goofy indulging in my own sexiness when there's bigger issues to worry about. Another one is feeling the need to lower lower your self-confidence to subside your sexiness for the approval of others or to make others good others feel good about themselves or to not intimidate intimidate other people. I've definitely done this. Like there's times that I I like get influenced not influence. It's it's weird. I don't know why I do this. And maybe many other girls hear this and they're like, oh, I do that too. But sometimes I'm in a place um, and I'm not talking talking about anything specific, but I just find myself that I fall into the routine of this sometimes that when I'm like uh, at a place where everyone is, doesn't really try with their appearance, where everyone's just putting their hair in a bun in a sweater or something and just not really trying. I want to do that because I don't want to feel like I'm trying too much or I don't want to make them uncomfortable with me trying too much in my appearance. So I subside myself to that and start dressing in like very comfortable clothes. Don't do my makeup. Don't do my hair. And I'm not like that naturally. I love doing my hair. I love doing my makeup. I love getting ready. But there's times like that, like in school, I remember when I was in school, that's a good example. Um, a lot of people, mostly the girls, never really got ready. And that's okay, you know, I'm not really judging that. But it's the fact that myself um, fell into that routine of not getting ready anymore, not feeling good. And when I don't feel good about myself, I don't do good. I That's just me, though. So I don't want to adopt that 
quote that when you look good, you feel good. But that's because that might not be the case for a lot of people. But that is one huge example for me. First, we must break stereotypes within ourselves. Allow other women to be whoever and whatever they want. You must not judge other women for being perhaps too loud or too happy or perhaps dressed with little to no clothes or covered up with too much clothes. Women who have a sex life, women who choose to abstain, women who dance and are so extroverted they speak to every person on earth, women who say to themselves and are shy, women who have so much confidence that they believe within themselves that they are the most beautiful woman on earth. Women that are growing that confidence little by little each day. Women who are mothers and choose to be free. And women who are mothers and choose to be reserved. Women who are married but still live their own life. Women who wear thongs at a beach. Women who wear shorts and t-shirts at a beach. We must not judge other women. Because by judging other women, we betray each other when society has already betrayed us. Another thing that helps you be more in touch with your sensuality and your sexuality is taking care of your body. Karen Beale, PhD professor of psychology and certified sex educator says, it is very important to exercise as well as be in touch with how our bodies are feeling at any moment. And when we are in touch with our bodies, we start treating them better and start feeling better about them. That sensuality translates to sexuality. In other words, eat nutritious foods, move your body often, and rest. And don't work out or don't move or don't do any of these healthy changes out of the dislike for your body or to look differently, but because you love your body so much that you want to give it the best. Sexiness starts with feeling healthy, eating well, drinking water, getting enough sleep, and cultivating enriching relationships. In other words, think of sensuality sensuality, as an important piece of self-care. Not only is sexuality good for your health, but being healthy is good for your sexuality. Another thing that's important to get in touch with your sexuality is turning yourself on and no not in a weird way well in a weird with in a weird way too but also in a way that you know that sexy comes from you so it's maybe like posting a selfie where you think you look really good you're wearing that really good really good looking sexy gem outfit that you've been wanting to wear or wearing laundry to bed simply to just sleep and it's just like focusing on those little things that you think might not be doing anything for you but they really are they're making you feel good um for a long time I went to bed in like t-shirts and stuff and it was just so boring to me and I noticed a huge difference um when I started doing my self-care at night putting my lotions on doing my hair not doing my hair but like scrunching my hair and then um putting like really cute silky pjs on i just felt good about myself and i felt good being around my boyfriend more and it just helped me be in touch with myself more and create more confidence within myself and then you wake up feeling amazing you wake up like smelling good you're in touch with all your senses you smell good you feel good and it's just a really good feeling to do those small things for yourself even if you think they might be insignificant another example would be I used to not get ready when I used to go to the grocery store or to Target or something, and now I do, and it's it 
just makes a huge difference in your lifestyle. You just feel it. It's not something you'll feel right away. But just getting ready for the store, getting ready for any little insignificant moment, it does so much for yourself. And that's being in touch with your sexuality. If you truly enjoy that, that's being in touch with your sexuality. And for many women that have trouble um, reaching that sensuality within themselves, it's not bad sensuality is simply being in touch with your five senses so touch maybe you want to apply your skincare a little longer feel your face give yourself massages on your face i tend to do that a lot every night i give myself facial massages every night and it does a lot for me i like listening to music that makes me feel good um i like listening listening to music at the gym that makes me feel powerful um taste i like eating foods that i love that make me feel good that make my body feel good um i like smelling good it's it's all those little things and just being more in touch with your senses um another thing is that you cannot suppress your sensuality as a woman i feel like at a point in your life you need to express it just because it helps you get in touch with your divine feminine we all as women have a masculine energy and men have a feminine masculine energy too women have masculine feminine energy too but a lot of the times women have a masculine energy because of past pains because of traumas because of anything you face that just completely destroyed you and you never really dealt with it and you build walls you build walls to protect yourself either from a mom either from your parents either from Um, relationships and you just build up your masculinity and that is what the divine feminine is about is slowly coming in touch with the world again with the beauty with the positives and letting those barriers down to allow your feminine energy to come out and to do that you really need to be in touch with your sensuality being in touch with those five um senses um just slowing down and concentrating more on how you feel what you taste what you hear that is pleasurable for you that makes you feel good that makes you feel sexy that makes you in other words that makes you feel like that bitch like that bad bitch (laughs) and we owe it to ourselves we owe it to the world we owe it to the past women we owe it to everyone. Um, I saw a TED talk of a woman talking about sexuality and I believe she was from the Middle East and she said something really impactful and she said, yeah, um, we may have, we may not have to cover our hair with a veil, but here the veil has been internal as an American woman. And it is so true because again, um, I sometimes have the need to dress a little bit more baggier because I am a little bit more curvier. Um, I feel the need to wear sports bra sometimes at work. I feel the need just to hide those things that make me women and to hide those things that make me more feminine. Not more feminine, but that make me look attractive, I guess, just because I'm a mom or just because I am getting older or because I am a certain place or at a certain time or because I have a boyfriend and I needed to really learn how to embrace that again. And I used to be like that when I was single, but a lot, a lot of stuff has changed since then. And I've truly learned to get in touch with myself again. And there's nothing wrong with it, you know? 
there's nothing wrong with me liking a picture of myself. There's nothing wrong with me finding myself attractive. There's nothing wrong with me wanting to wear lingerie to bed. There's nothing wrong with anything that has to do with making myself feel good. There's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, there's a lot of women that wonder, okay, I love my femininity and I want to embrace it, but how how can we be feminine in a world where men stare at you, make inappropriate comments, touch you, or intimidate you? I feel vulnerable when I get all kinds of unwanted attention or due to the fact that men just can't contain themselves. And that's when you have to be assertive. Women being being feminine and being in touch with your sensuality and being showing allowing yourself to show that vulnerability of yourself of loving yourself of loving your beauty you need to come with assertiveness a lot of the times that femininity and sexuality is confused for weak-willed and insecure and naive but be feminine but also be assertive not aggressively assertive um, to the point that your masculinity comes out, but assertive in the way that you will stand your ground, be confident, and don't let people undermine you. That's when I was talking about the boundaries. Put your boundaries in place. Speak up. Say no. Say yes. Have a backbone for Christ's sakes, you know? People think that being feminine is suddenly being weak, but it's far from it. Be feminine, be confident, wise, kind, and strong-willed. And no, to be honest, that is when you use your use your masculine energy, use your fucking masculine energy, you know? It's not a bad thing to have masculine energy. We all have it. But if you have to be assertive with a man that's um, disrespecting you because of how you look, you need to pull that masculine energy out and just – because it's tiring, you know? We live in a world where, unfortunately, even if you say no, men don't give a fuck. Uh, use your fucking masculine energy do whatever you can do to be assertive to be strong to not let people step all over you and just be a stronger person within yourself within that sensuality and sexuality so truly whatever it is that makes you feel sexy that makes you feel more in touch with with your senses with your sensuality do it. It might be hard at first because it's it's very uncomfortable since we we feel that we have to spend so much time trying to hide our, our sexuality or and our sensuality for safety or for for professional advancement or for whatever it may be. You should deliberate that side of you for once and see how good it is to feel about yourself and to not feel judged and to just free that side of you. Whether you're a mom, whether you're 40, whether you're in a relationship where you lost your your spark, just do it. We we are women. We cannot afford to keep getting like bashed by society or keep hiding ourselves and hiding ourselves because of what men think or what anyone else thinks or what um, what misogynistic thoughts are out there from either men or other women. You just have to feel good about yourself and and give yourself that you know you deserve it you deserve everything that's good for you in this life 